Movie Sucktastic is a podcast about bad movies and the people that love them. But it's more than just a podcast. It's an, also an online presence. If you want to know more about Movie Sucktastic or want to become a part of Movie Sucktastic, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, at Movie Sucktastic. You can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com. Or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our, our own little lunch.com community for Movie Sucktastic. Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. I am Master of Ancient Art of Karate, Kung Fu, and the Chinese Chapel. But the one about the socializing. I always reach for a cold Miller Light. Light tastes great, lightless a feeling too. Ancient proverb, only one light beer, Miller Light. Peter, what the hell are you doing? You're supposed to be with Lois. Oh, crap. Death! No, you, you know what? I'm not doing it again. Screw this! No more mulligans. You're on your own. Oh, damn it, Gray. What the hell am I going to do now? I haven't screwed up this bad since I bought Joe Piscopo that barbell set. All right, Joe. Now, don't get carried away with this. Don't worry, Peter. I'll only work out during my downtime. There's definitely something very weird going on here. Detective Roger Mortis <laughs> has a problem. He's dead. But Detective Bigelow is bringing him back alive. That's okay. Don't get up. Told you not to get up. Now, he's got 12 hours to solve the toughest murder case of his career. His own. Fight this thing. Maybe we could drown it in A1 sauce. Treat Williams. Sit down. And Joe Piscopo are dead heat. You can't keep a good cop dead. You're listening to Movie Sucktastic.
Hello? <laughs> Scott looks a little angry. <laughs> Hello. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. You good? Yeah, I okay. think. Okay. Well, that's good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to, to episode 173 of Movie Sucktastic. Yes, episode 173, where we review, are going to try and review, the film Dead Heat. Yes. So Dead far, Heat. it ain't working out so great. Let's not jinx it. Well. Stop. So. <laughs> so. Yes, Dead Heat, uh, 1988 uh, action comedy horror film uh, in the in the uh the long-standing vein of um tradition of uh return of the living dead part two uh <laughs> as far as being bad yeah well yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> uh which i challenged to you you did uh, i already have my movie challenge picked for you there is no contesting it there is no you probably already even know it if you did any homework if you did, just looked at any just this much if you looked uh -huh. at, you probably already know what the challenge is going to be. It Couple has to be this movie. Couple possibilities. Yeah. Um, yeah, but th this um, th I challenge this to you because Joe Piscopo was in our last film, Wise Guys. That's right. And uh, and this is a personal favorite film of mine. I grew up wa with this film. So same uh, here. Same here. And we we mentioned it frequently on the show in the past. So it was about time that Dead Heat got the movie sarcastic treatment. That's right. That's right. And it. It is such a bad movie. <laughs> can, can, can I can I comment first? Yeah. On how horrible that beer commercial is at the beginning of the show. Oh, the Miller Lite. <laughs> oh, now, and and completely racist too. Well, Apparently, it was okay in the eighties. Yeah, I mean, it, it compounded on the fact of it not being funny. There's also, oh my God, this would they actually did put this on the air in the eighties. This was that's, no that's one right. said, oh, this might be a bad idea. This was, oh no no, this is funny. Wow, it, it makes um, it makes breakfast at Tiffany's seem less racist. <laughs> yeah. I, I know. I mean, uh, he did everything but slant his eyes with his fingers and, in that commercial. <laughs> and, but after after like ten seconds, I remembered the commercial too. I was like, Oh, oh yeah. no, I probably he did a whole slew of them. It wasn't just he did like seven or eight of these uh, Miller Lite oh. commercials in the eighties. That's and it was a whole, most of them were from eighty seven. Uh, which you could tell he was already in dead heat shape because he was making dead heat the same year. Mm -hmm. Specifically that Kung Fu martial arts one because he has no shirt on. He's just completely tan and completely ripped. And and that's probably <laughs> the funniest he's ever been. Yeah, but, and, and what's in... If <laughs> you want to talk about funny. Um, this entire movie... What... It, I don't know if he ad-libbed a lot or they no. gave him artistic freedom as well, but it's catered to him. All these one-liners, okay, you're the funny guy. Right. We're going to make sure that we try and get that across. Now, they're catered to him, definitely not improvised. They're catered to him, but he doesn't pull them off. No. Because he's constantly, it's like he's never had to deliver a, a line uh, straight because right. he keeps smirking at the jokes. 
And there's always this, and you can tell it's not improvised because there's always a setup, a pause. Right. He delivers the line. Then there's a pause for mugging <laughs> to the camera <laughs> or, or whoever, like like they're waiting for laughter. That's not not there. So that uncomfortable silence. Right. Like if this was a TV show, that was where you would insert the canned laughter. Yeah. Just a, a laugh like, track. Like, insert here. There's a couple of points where you're actually just sitting there watching. They're waiting for people to stop laughing. <laughs> they do it through the whole huh. film too. The whole and I remember watching this with my parents, and I re- remember my parents laughing at those parts you know, a lot. I, I, I remember laughing at some of these parts. Of course, in 1988, so I was you know, uh, I was 13 12, years old. I was 13. Thir- I was 12. Yeah. I was 12 years old. Yeah, I was 12 yeah. years old. So so I'm allowed. Well, I, I mean, we're allowed because we were kids. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That was that yeah, was the point. Yeah, and now now we get to dissect it. <laughs> wow. Well, the the film. It, it, one of the reasons I wanted to review this because it's one of these films that came out during the uh, MPAA's uh, attack on horror films in the late '80s. There was this huge surge of the uh, the family uh, Christian Family League, whatever the fuck they're called, right. uh, and like and t- television shows and the MPAA cracking down on this horrible, these horrible violent films that are perverting our youth, and they they proceeded to take all the gore out of these films, and this is one that I distinctly remember reading Fangoria magazine and all these pictures and oh this is this special effect and this special effect and you watch the film and they're all gone. Yeah. And there's some there's some you can tell where they blew their budget it, it, there's that one scene you know where they blew their budget yeah and, and you can also tell where they cut a lot of stuff out because there's scenes where the, the all of a sudden the editing is choppy or it keeps cutting the close-ups of someone's face or something saying like, yeah there was something there there's something there yep. and now we don't get that and and now all we're stuck with is dialogue and story which this film does not have enough of right. um <laughs> well I mean uh if I, if I can give a brief synopsis, the films that take on DOA, it's yeah. two cops, and instead of one being poisoned and has to find out who killed him before he dies, he's killed, resurrected, and has to find out who killed him before he dies again. Right, yeah, exactly. I was just jump pausing if you had anything to say. No, 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 I'm actually, I'm, I'm on a boiling pot right now. <laughs> um... So it's Treat Williams, uh, probably one of his um, one of his I regret doing that roles, and Joe yeah. Piscopo uh, at, at the the tail end of his what, whatever with his career was. This was pretty much close to the end of it, and uh, story is not that strong. It's almost like watching a mystery that was written for children. None, none of the uh, none of the clues make any sense. There's one point where he finds a he finds a, a code written on the inside of a lampshade in a mortuary. Right. Well, and, and what's <laughs> when that but, scene happens? I'm like, if he wanted him to find it, why is it on the inside of a fucking lampshade? <laughs> leave it out on the table. Like, oh, and he used the code based on telephone numbers. It, it, it's a uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. it's it's one of those it's just one of those things that we got the woman. Oh, look in her purse. It's yeah. a video. It's a it's a video diary of an old rich guy who happens to be her uh, father. Fancy that being there. Let's go on to the next clue. It's just one of those. There's a there's a few scenes in the film that are like that where you said with the phone thing. How about when um, uh, 
when uh, Treat Williams' characters, uh, Roger, his character is in the uh, compression room, and Joe Piscopo is trying to break the glass with his arm, when he just beat <laughs> the living shit out of some monster with a with an you know a, a steel container that would have easily broken the glass, and not shooting at the glass either, <clears throat> or not shooting at the glass. Now, and then later he's like, "If I could only have gotten that door open." <laughs> yeah, dumbass. Now, it's like, I, you barely feel bad about it, don't you? It's one of those things where, like, I feel guilty uh, razzing the film for certain things because I know why they were doing it and what they were trying to do. Yeah. The whole idea was we need to kill this character, uh, Treat well, Williams, Roger he Mortis. He could have tried to break the glass and failed. That I mean, that could have been done better. Right. But, <laughs> but go ahead. So, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. So Roger Mortis, I love the name. Uh, they need to kill him in a way that he looks like he's not dead so the film can slowly go through the progression of making him look more and more like a zombie. Yeah, I forgot so, his name was a take on rigor mortis. <laughs> as a ki- I mean, I'm wa- no, as a kid, yeah. I, didn't get, I, yeah. didn't, I didn't catch it when I was a kid. But uh-huh. as an adult, I'm like, oh, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> so So they're, they're trying to kill him in a way that doesn't maim him at all. Uh, right. So they, they can even have that, I'm not dead, what are you talking about? Oh, look, I cut myself in no blood. Uh, but Yeah, and, so and he, he, that was a kill cut, too. <laughs> just, just sm- oh, look, I accidentally severed a major artery. How lucky. Yeah, in the right direction. <laughs> even though he hit the glass in the back of his hand. The, uh, yeah, well. But, so I know in, under, so in, in order to do this, they, they set up the thing where there's this decompression chamber where, the, where this uh, pharmaceutical company kills dogs after they're done experimenting with chemicals on them. I'm cool with that. Uh, and I understand why they do that. But, of course, this is a thing. This is a containment. This is a decompression chamber to kill animals, small animals. Mm-hmm. So, of course, it's big enough to uh, fit a like two Volkswagens in, standing on end. Of course. And <laughs> it's a death chamber with no safety catch now all right 80s i buy this no safety features at all to prevent someone from accidentally getting locked inside and dying yeah there's nothing in there and not why OSHA. why not, wouldn't they even have that because it's for animals definitely not osha standards uh and why would why would they not, well but but it's for if animals you're it for, if right, you're only using it listen if it was but intended making, to kill people i would understand why there wouldn't be anything inside all right, uh, cardboard balers, for example, are right. meant to bail cardboard. They're not meant to bail humans. However, they do have safeguards to prevent you from dying in one. Okay. But, again, why... We, we no, no, why no, 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 that wasn't my point. I'm sorry. Oh. My, my point was if it was intended to actually kill humans, like, on purpose, yeah. I get why there wouldn't be a switch uh, inside. Okay. I, if, I, I got the other way around there, yeah. Yeah, no, no. I mean, if it's meant to, to kill animals, it's like, yeah, you and should put something in there because in case, you know, somebody gets caught, you want to get out. And if it's not meant to kill humans, why does it seat 20? Yeah. <laughs> so, but it, it's an excuse to kill them and then bring well, them yeah. back. And then well, you know what's funny about that scene, too? Throughout the whole film, you're trying, well, you're, as an adult, if I had never seen this, it would have been easy to figure out because as a kid... Or even just when it came out, they they try and hide the fact that it's the the body doc, the guy from a mm-hmm. Christmas story. You ruined it. Spoiler alert! Oh, sorry. Alert. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> yeah, you don't see that coming in the first five minutes. Um, but anyway, when 
Roger is in the containment, the the uh, the compress uh, compressed air decompressor, decompressor, right, decompressor. You see a hand come over and press a button. It's the well, same no. suit he's wearing. The only difference is he's wearing a black glove. Let let's let's uh, rephrase that. A hand doesn't come out and press a button. A hand comes out and presses three of the 27 different buttons and slides there are to control one room that sucks the air out and kills dogs. Well, th that is true. They've, they've got like 20 <laughs> safeguards on that end. Inside the chamber, nothing. <laughs> but my point is, they didn't even change his suit, like what he was wearing. Well, no, of course not. In the next scene... After he's dead, he comes out. And he's like, "Oh, uh, you know, obviously, there's, you know, he's faking it." <laughs> it's like you're wearing the same suit. The he only difference is you're wearing a glove. He should have even had the same gloves on too. So, oh, let me take off these gloves that I never. I don't Why did he even off. need to wear a glove? He works there. His fingerprints are on everything anyway. No, he doesn't work there. He works for the county. But his office is there. No. Was it? No, he's a city morgue. He, he, his office. That was the pharmaceutical company. That's not. That was not where his office was. City oh, morgue. I thought. I thought morgue. Oh, no. okay. All right. Sorry. I thought he had like, uh, like, like two jobs there and the morgue. No. Um, well, he did have a second job there, but it was a criminal job. He wasn't on well, the payroll yeah, was, per se. Uh, okay. Yeah. That's, so you I are guess. correct, but not in the way. You no, I, not in the way that I want to be. <laughs> <laughs> um. I, Talk about a film that needs to be remade today. You know, when I was looking for the trailer for this, there was another film called Dead Heat uh, that's not that old. And I was like, oh, wait, did they remake this? And, you know, maybe it was like an Australian or just maybe even Europe or just somewhere else. And it's, it's just another movie with the same name. So I got it yeah. kind of excited for no reason. I, I mean, talk about a, a yeah. talk about a film with for the same budget. If you just took the same budget they had back then, which wasn't much, with CGI today mm -hmm. uh, and digital and all this, I mean, it's just they could have made this movie so much better. Uh, oh, sure. Probably got some decent writing. Now, the writer of the film, uh, Terry Black, this is the only film he wrote. This was his uh, writing debut. <laughs> Unless that's not his real name, and he's writing successfully under <laughs> like his his real name, but I, I doubt I it. I don't think no, so. No, no. Uh, a you, after you don't wrote, escape from a movie like this. It, it almost feels like he wrote this as uh, as his way of getting into writing for Tales from the Crypt because he wrote three episodes of that after this. Oh, and man. then he just wrote some other television shows. Uh, I think Tales from the Crypt is probably the best of that he did. Uh, yeah, not a great screenplay. Uh, again, you know what? Maybe this was rushed out. Maybe, maybe it was one of those, uh, here's a poster we... Uh-oh. We lost Scott. Script in two in a month. Now, nah, fuck you. Did we lose you? I'm here. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Motherfucker. Do you lose me? Uh, no, I can still hear you. Then why'd you say you lost me? Because your screen froze for a split second. Ah. I didn't me. I didn't I didn't know if that was going All to right. happen because you know how sometimes the computer Never. crashes on this end. I still am recording for like ten seconds. Anyway, moving, sorry. Go ahead. Moving on. I just don't, I just don't want to belabor it. Um, anyway, yeah, yeah. For all I know, there was reasons why the film sucked as far as writing goes, but this guy didn't write anything else. So either this film killed his career before it started, or he didn't have much of one to begin with. Right. Uh, and then the director. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
only He's only directed film. like four things, and this being one of them. The only other feature film he directed was The Punisher. Yeah. The, the 1989 one with, uh, with uh, what's Dolph his name? Lundgren. Uh, Mr. Lundgren, yes. Dolph Lundgren. Wow. Dolph. So, so, now, Mr. compared Sweden. to this, a, a better film. Punisher? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Compared to this, a better film. Now, I'm not saying I don't like this movie. I'm just willing to admit it's bad. It's very bad. And yeah. for, for all intents and purposes, I remember The Punisher being... I remember liking it because I felt I should have. Because <laughs> I've always liked The moments. Punisher character, you know? Yeah, it, had, it had its moments. I remember Chris, he had a, a life-size cutout of Dolph Lundgren, cardboard cutout uh, from the film The Punisher. <laughs> and she still does. Um, maybe. Now, he might have given it to um, one of his brothers. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm trying to think. Now, one the one line that jumped out at me in the film was when he's joking about uh, after Treat Williams comes back from the dead, he said, I feel so good, I feel like I could run the Boston Marathon. And then Joe Piscopo says, no, nah, nah, you, you, you can't do that. They, they don't want you to uh, compete in the Boston Marathon when you're dead. And... <laughs> I probably wouldn't have clued in on that line if we weren't in the middle of the sentencing of the guy who bombed the Boston Marathon. Right. Like, there's a, there's a couple of instances where it's like, like shit that shit that they do in this is of you know creepy. Like when he hits the guy with his car. There was just that video, just not more than ten ten days two weeks ago, where they had the the video of that cop hitting that guy walking down the street because oh, yeah, he was carrying that. a gun. It's like I saw that, the Boston thing, and I'm like, oh, my God. He goes, yeah, they don't let anybody in uh, to the Boston Marathon. They're very strict now. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you got backpacks. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Too soon. Hey, no. Uh, no but, uh, yeah. Too soon. A couple, of, a couple of creepy moments like that. And now, the important thing to remember is Dan. Uh-oh. Still there? Yeah, I didn't think he was still there. Ah, poor Scott. Oh, there he goes. We lost him. Uh-oh. All right. Um, you know, it's very interesting if I can... Oh, here he comes. He's right back. Right back in the mix. Hello? Hello? Oh no. This is such great radio. Is anyone in the chat room? <laughs> There's no one in the chat. You know what? There's no one in the chat room yet. They they're probably benefiting from that. Hello? Oh no. <laughs> we apologize. You know, whether it's my computer crashing or now Scott's computer crashing. Uh-oh. Shit, did I get him at the last second? Let's try calling him. See if that makes a difference. Alright, I'm not going to bore you with that. Oh, oh. Hello?
Oh, this is so bad. The other party can't see you yet. Mr. Wilson, are you there? He's offline. All right, anyway. Um, I'm going to attempt to just distract everybody. Oh. See, I don't know if this is him calling or if this is his computer automatically trying to do it. Are you back? I'm going to text him. I know this is riveting, but... Alright, anyway. Um... Yeah, this is a this is a brand new thing that's happening for Scott. His computer just literally started crashing as bad as my oh for Christ's sakes. Uh, I think his computer's just automatically trying. I think he's trying to fiddle with it, and he hasn't rebooted yet. It still has some juice uh, in the PC. Anyway. Um, <clears throat> I'll keep answering it just in case it's the one for real. There's nothing wrong with my internet. Really? It's testing through the roof. Uh, alright. Um, kill. Skype. Skype is ass-fucking... Yes, that's right. Kill Skype and try again. All right, so um, it might not be his internet. Uh, he's having issues on his side. Uh, his upload speed. I don't know if he's up updating his uh, his Xbox right now because um, there's like this major update for Grand Theft Auto. I know I'm rambling. Um, that could be just you know eating up all the bandwidth, causing this not to work right. Um, but I I don't know. He, knowing him, he, he stopped the, the download, and it's his internet is completely free. Um, with that said, oh, he just came back online. Um, the crashing on my end should be fixed now, because I was able to, hopefully, figure out the problem, which turned out to be two sticks of memory, uh, which have now been replaced. Can you hear me? I can hear you. That was not my internet. That was cocksucker motherfucker Skype. Did you kill it and then try it again? Yes. Fuck okay. Skype. Well, they're about the only way we can do this. I, <laughs> it's not It's not like live stream. Fuck where, them nonetheless. Well, yeah. Fuck them. <clears throat> Although Whoever I should probably say a small thank you to Skype. Because if their software wasn't so shitty... And didn't eat so much memory, I probably wouldn't have realized that I had bad memory in my PC for the last mm -hmm. three or four months. So that doesn't take away from the fact that that live stream still sucks, and you, we're probably you, going to go to Ustream now. Uh, or still, Skype, you can tell Skype that after it's done sucking my balls. Now, I know that there was a major update for it. Have you uh -huh. updated it yet? I think it updated while I was on with you. Oh, well, that, that says a lot. Yeah, fuck <laughs> Skype. Yeah, that's not good. 
I mean, you're trying to use it, and it's just killing your connection because so, it's, so, it, it wants to update, but fuck So it. anyway. Anyway, uh, what was the last thing you said? Oh, cocksucker motherfucker Skype. That sounds accurate, but as far as the film goes. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, wasn't I starting to talk about how it was the 80s and they were coming down to these horror films? Uh, no, that was earlier. Uh, um, that was remaking it. I, I have a fucking clue now. Uh, yeah. the, 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 the best part of the film for me is the, the, the progression of the character's uh, cl uh, outfit, uh, persona, uh, as he begins to rot and gets wounds and has to change clothing. And then there's the, uh, the ambulance crash. And then he's got right. this shrapnel in his face. And it almost kind of makes you wish that the film had real pacing so you could enjoy that. And I and you're right. A remake nowadays would take advantage of that oh, completely. Not even that, but it's it, the film itself, in a weird way, is still very topical. Uh, rich people's a, God wants us to live forever. You can afford not to die. Right. Uh, I mean, give me half of your point? fortune. You have the rest of your life, the infinity, to make it back. I, I, yeah, I, I have no, no, uh, I'm just exhausted from hate right now. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I would definitely buy a, a screenplay, a plot that involves rich people, uh, you know, trying to stay immortal, uh, right. maybe switch it around a bit. So they're actually feeding, like they're feeding off the lives of other people, uh, something, you know, make it a bit more sinister. Uh, but, and then special effects, you know, what, you know what I was thinking there were some parts where you could tell they were they were toning down the blood a lot to try to the beat the censors. Yeah. Uh, the black costume. There were scenes with black blood, and it got me to thinking: What if you took this and crossed it with street trash? Oh yeah. I mean, still keep the zombie angle, but just had that almost Which surreal. Street kind trash of was only made a year earlier too. It's amazing how one year. Like you said, that they were really cracking down. It's like one year made a, such a difference. Well, Street Trash didn't exactly get a, ma a, a major, you know, theatrical release either, so that helped them. <laughs> that is true, yeah. but it still had uh, to get its MPAA. So, well, right, well, and a lot of that had to do with again, like the multicolored ooze, not using actual blood. Uh, it, it just if if the person if the director and writer of Dead Heat had a bit more imagination, like which again I still say Street Trash fucking brilliant screenplay oh yeah you know severed penis football and all <laughs> uh, a little a bit more imagination into dead heat and it could have been a lot better yes it was hampered by restriction you know restrictions on the violence and uh budget etc etc but there are films that have accomplished far more with far less yeah the budget on this was five million dollars too which i guess for the time I guess that wasn't a lot of money. Oh, not at all. Especially when you're considering how much it cost. I, you know, it's just, I mean, it, it think quit. of it this way. Batman was made the following year for, I think, 40 or $50 million. And special effects are so much more expensive back then, too, because everything's sure. old school. Yeah. You know, they've yeah. got to build all this shit. I, yep. And uh, stop motion oh. animation in some shots. The, one of the, oh. the most expensive uh, part of the film was the scene in the bathroom uh, with the girl. I mean, Which they blew their shame. budget on that. Which is just a shame because, you know, yeah. It's a shame because it wasn't that good of a scene. No, it, it really wasn't. And the plot twist that's that's involved in it, it's like, yeah, even for this, I'm not buying it for a second. It's like all of a sudden, 
what was she getting? Like daily, uh, you know, uh, charges from this machine. I mean, how how does she all of a sudden the same day decompose quicker than him? Yeah. <laughs> well, and and if they had bothered to, they could have explained away a lot of that, but they didn't even have well, the time. Yeah. They didn't take the time. I mean, also, uh, this film kind of reminds me a bit of uh, Death Becomes Her. Yeah. Similar plot line. You I mean, you could easily just take that plot line and just change it a bit and you have dead heat just insert cops instead of uh, a lover's triangle that is true you know i just there was just it's just one of those films that you want to like so much just because the the subject matter and it's kind of fun and it's that, that kind of 80s uh you know cop humor uh and horror humor i just it, it's got a charm to it at least at least for me because i grew up with it but it's just it's just bad <laughs> it is very bad. It's so bad that I actually think I might disagree with the IMDb rating. I think it might be too high. That's how bad it is. <laughs> I'm still gonna. Like I'm the, still gonna I keep. Look, I'm. I'm gonna still own this film, though. Oh no! I, <laughs> I'm not gonna I, take it out of my collection. I actually got a better copy. I got a nice letterbox copy. Uh, I have so to actually that, recommend this to somebody. My nephew's girlfriend. Um, she. Uh, well, no, she's a makeup artist. Uh -huh. And she's, uh, you know, she went to school for it, and she's like, she's getting some decent gigs, uh, some Hollywood stuff. Uh, she did a couple of stuff, uh, things in New York. Uh, there's a TV show where people dress up um, in uh, makeup. Uh, there's a whole bunch of things that's, that she's that, narrow, don't, don't narrow it down any further. There. Well, no, it's like you know how they have like fucking cupcake wars. Well, they have like makeup wars. Okay, it's okay. just it's special. what. You mean like special effects makeup? Right. You know, like right, someone with a, most a bullet hole on, in their face or scars yeah, on or whatever. because most people on TV are wearing makeup. That doesn't really... Yeah, no, she's like a makeup artist. Like ah, special okay. effects stuff, like blood and guts gotcha. and cool stuff like that. And <clears throat> she, which, well, the first time I ever met her, she told me this. And I started recommending a lot of movies from the 70s and the 80s and even some from the 90s. And this one, I might have mentioned it. I don't remember if I did, but I am going to mention it now because she loves this stuff, like this you know quirky kind of shitty makeup stuff, but still kind of cool. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, yeah, it's bad, but I'm still going to recommend it. Yeah, it's just like all the big set pieces just aren't even back then weren't that impressive. There's when they go into the Chinese restaurant, the Chinese uh, butcher shop, and the oh, guy yeah. flips a switch and makes all the dead animals come to life. And it's like, yeah, okay, the liver attacks him, and now there's a giant bull. I don't know. I just, it's not, you're, you're not grabbing me. Yeah, it's, and it's, how many one-liners did Piscopo have in that scene? Oh, fuck. It's oh, like, now I'm a vegetarian. Going. Let's pour A1 sauce on it. I mean, uh, just. Well, this little piggy's going to market. It's, it's like one-liner after terrible one-liner after another. He probably, realistically, he probably had seven or eight one-liners in that scene alone. Oh, and again, none of them. He had I, there, he had two good lines, and for the life of me, I can't remember them because they're just overwhelmed by all the other bad lines he had. You know what the most natural uh, delivery by him, in my opinion, was in the entire oh, film? I'll give you mine after you yours, yeah. Was when it's in the beginning of the movie. Uh-oh. Well, no, it's when they get back from... I think, the, I think uh, we have the exact same part we're talking about. Go ahead. Uh, maybe not. Mine is, I think, more Go subtle. Ahead. But uh, it's in the beginning of the film, right after the, the bank heist or the jewelry heist. 
they go back and treat Williams Roger. He's talking about how some carrot, you know, some people they're on PCP and you know it's like oh they got all the superhuman strength. And he was like, nah, it's bullshit. The most that exact same line. Yeah, th- is yep. the most natural, the most natural delivery for him in the whole movie. It's like you know what if he did that the whole movie, he might have gotten more gigs. <laughs> I I have a feeling he didn't realize the cameras were on. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's bullshit, Raj. Like, nah, that's bullshit, Raj. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the, the, so. the director. The director had no uh, real uh, knack for comedy pacing, and the screenwriter didn't really have a knack for realistic dialogue or snappy dialogue. And right. considering the fact the film is technically a remake of DOA or a, a take on DOA, it could have gotten away with uh, like kind of uh, your like noirish hackney lines which it tries to do in some spots but just never really fully gels right yeah no you're right now uh what year did the original doa come out in was that a 60s movie no i think it's 50s is it 50s yeah i'm pretty sure because uh, the ironic thing is 1950 because the one with dennis quaid was made the same year as this Mm -hmm. they both came out in 88 I wouldn't be surprised if it ha- if if there it has something to do with it. If like oh, you know, which one came out first? Because didn't you say the one that comes out first is always the rushed one? Oh, well, only when they're trying to rip them off. Uh, but in this case, even now, I, I I would say that DOA was probably the first one, and then this. Oh, hey, someone else is doing that. We should do that. Oh, with dead people. Yeah, get a budget together. Yeah, um, let's, let's, yeah. <laughs> but I, I I don't think it was trying to compete with it, which is where the where that law that rule usually applies. Uh, rushing well, it out well, before the original. Well, I know out. Dead Heat came out in May, May sixth. So we're reviewing this almost almost a year to the day that it came out. Um, a year. I mean, um, no, I'm sorry, like twenty twenty eight years to the day. That's what I meant to say. Um, so it uh, it's interesting that uh, it came out you mean in May. I thought it came out May sixth, but no, you I mean twenty? I mean twenty-seven years. You mean right? Came out in eighty-eight. So it's, oh yeah, yeah, you're right. It's twenty-seven years. Just double so, checking. All right, threw yeah, me yeah. off. What I math? Uh yeah, I'm actually decent at it, but not tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, anyway, I, I I feel like I'm rambling. I I can't think of any actor in this film who, if you approach them now or before they died, and if they're dead, and ask them what what film they regret being in that any of them would not say this film hmm I can't think of any actor or actress here in this film in which didn't have a better career at some point yeah or had I mean if, if you ignore some of the directed video shit that Treat Williams has been doing lately if you ignore that to say theatrical release I, he'd have to point to this I can't think of anything else he yeah because Treat Williams actually did a few good things after this movie and before, oh, he he was a bona fide movie star before this. <laughs> you know, I I, don't, I wouldn't say that this was the decline for him because That's he did do a, he did do a couple of good movies after this. Um, but, but one being the, probably the best film he did after this was probably Things to Do in Denver When You're Dead. Mm-hmm. That's probably the best thing he ever did after this film. I, Which like I think Dead came Rising. like ten I, years later. I like or, Deep Rising. You gotta love Deep Rising. Which was ten years later as well. 
Uh, I think Things to Do in Denver was 95 I, or 96. 95. It was 95. 95, okay. So, and I really don't know much about uh, his resume after that. I know he did. Didn't he do, didn't he take over for Tom Berger in the Substitute uh, yeah, movies? Yeah, Oh, dear it Lord. It was, uh, I forget if it was the second or the third one. But I think they got Tom Berenger back for the second. I think he got it from the third film on. Yeah, it was, it, it, whichever one it was, it was direct video. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah. Yes, it was. <laughs> and Joe Piscopo, forget about it. Forget about it. I, I can't see. Oh man. Poor Joe. If there, if if there's not a better example of just how shitty Saturday Night Live is as a whole, that it cranks out like these these people that are supposed to be great comedic talents. And then, like, you put them in films, and they're like, oh, okay, no, you were only good at getting laughs when everybody was, like, coming to you for a show, and, like, and everybody was expecting to laugh, and so they laughed when you did stupid shit, but you're not funny. <laughs> yeah, when he was having everything written for him, he probably, he had more laughs than he deserved. Made a career out of it. For what not, short not, time that it, it was, but he did make a career out of it. Not not a long one, but yeah, he he did have a short a bit a bit of a career. I think he's been married like three times. It's like how can you get married and divorced? What money are you splitting? <laughs> what Joe Piscopo money are you splitting? At, at that point, he's probably going in with less money than they have. He's probably making out at the end. Maybe he's like, listen, I got nothing to split. <laughs> you can have the house. You spl- you're splitting with me now. <clears throat> At one point, he thought he was so famous that he could leave his wife for his babysitter, which he did. Oh, yes, yes he did. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Didn't didn't he, like, like like groom her, too? Like, like. Yeah, yeah. Like, she was underage, and he, he like, kind of, like. Uh, I don't know if she was underage. But she he was raised young. her. He's like, like, well, like, she was young at one point, and, like, he raised her. You know what I mean? Or maybe she came over to watch his kids so much. She, it was like he raised her. Well, I don't know. Well, I mean, like, like, he, like he was with her, but he wasn't with her until the age of consent. But he was kind of like molding her and in, in, like guiding and what she should become for him. I, I <laughs> seem to remember something really, really creepy about him like that. Either him or um, I, uh, there's maybe another comedian, but I, I think it was him. Well, Woody Allen. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, same point, same idea, yeah. Yeah, sure, saying. sure, sure, sure. Except not actually, you know, not an adopted child. Because that would be a bit creepier. Yeah. I, I you know, I, I, like I remember this when film. Joe, yes, I like it too. I remember when Joe Piscopo was doing, like, he did a lot of commercials in his career. I remember when he was doing Bally's commercials, uh, The Gym. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those were awful too. <laughs> He's so bad. He's so bad. I, a, fr- a friend of ours, a, a fan of the show, actually met him in a in, a, in an airport, <laughs> and he was looking at her. She's like, "Yeah, I know who you are." <laughs> 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 She's got a picture with um, him and everything. I mean, I don't know. Um, unlike other films from this time period that I love, uh-huh. I can't come up with like like a really good line from the film. I can't really come up with anything that would act. I can't really recommend the movie. Um, I think the I best really... line in the film probably came from Treat Williams when uh, the the one girl, 
uh, what was her name? Uh, not Joni, the girl, the the, uh, the redhead, where she's telling him, like, you're hurt, and he goes, lady, I'm fucking dead. <laughs> that might be the best line in the film. Because Treat Williams is, you know, the, he just, he delivers it well. Better than any but, line in, but, in, 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 in the film, what? other than the one Joe Piscopo did. But not really. Because, and again, this is the director's fault. I put it solely on the director. Uh, it's not it's, a bad line, yeah. and he delivers it well uh, enough, but there's so much of a pause. Yeah, oh, there's a pause like, everywhere. There's huge pauses. Like, all right, pause for it to sink in with the audience before. No, get, get to the fucking punchline and move on. Your pacing sucks balls. Horrible. <laughs> Shitty. Fucking. No, stop. Here's, here's the Chinese I, restaurant scene where the, it just oh. starts out off with. Piscopo saying, if your boss doesn't come out in 15 seconds, we're going to kick some honorable ass. Honorable ass. Honorable ass. Racist motherfucker. That's like one of ten. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Fuck. Yeah, I I just... I'm sorry, go ahead. No, unlike other films from this time period we've done that I grew up with and loved, I can't say, oh, but the writing was great, oh, this scene was awesome. No, there's, there's really... I can't really point out anything that I could actually recommend say, you'll like this part. You probably won't. But I did. <laughs> I can't even explain yeah. why. The, the only, maybe the end when uh, Rogers, uh, he's almost completely decomposed and he's in a don't give a fuck mode. Like yeah. the, the woman he loves, she's dead. You know, his best Spoiler friend alert. is dead. Come on, it's dead heat. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all of that. Um, he's just like, fuck it. Maybe... That 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 transition, that ten minute part of the film at the end, yeah, might then, be wor- worth saying. You know what? It sucks, but when he's finally all completely zombied out, de- decomposing, he it's that ten minutes is good. But and the problem is, it's ten minutes instead of the third act. Well, that should be the that should have been the third act. Not okay. Let's wrap this shit up now, guys. We, we got ninety minutes. You know, we have a right. ninety minute window. With and and up. that's what a remake would do. Oh. They could easily stretch this to two and a half hours. (laughs) Yeah, just give (laughs) it to... (laughs) Yeah, Peter Jackson do it. You know who would do it? Who would actually do it pretty good? Special effects, everything? Uh, What's his face? Um, Bad Boys, Transformers. Michael Bay. Michael Bay. I don't know why his name eluded me. Not enough... enough, uh, He doesn't really do horror or horror comedy. I don't think... uh, I think I don't know. I, I think there would be less horror, but more comedy and blood. Yeah, I don't know. And it would have I, to be PG thirteen. There's I, too big of a risk to do an R. That that's what. Then it would be just as bad as doing it in the eighties. No, no, it's got to be a hard no, R. No, you you could you could you could do it PG thirteen. No, I, I I don't want to. I don't want to do it PG thirteen. Well, you know that's how it's gonna go. No, I not in my fantasy world. No, and that's what we're talking about because it's never going to be remade. They're too busy making fucking gem. Oh, uh, yeah, I posted that trailer yesterday. They're too busy remaking Stephen King's It. Gem and the fucking holograms. Yeah, yeah, they're not going to bother. To and did you see? Uh, uh, th- did you see that uh, the Supergirl TV show? There's a on a there's a trailer for it or an, an inside look. I saw there was. I don't look at inside looks. How bad is it? It's bad. I mean, it, it, it looks as bad as any other superhero TV show that's out there right now. Oh, that... 
what, what's that? What's the what is the deal with fucking Daredevil? Is that supposed to like not be like I'm watching a, a '70s pilot? It, it, what do you mean the TV show? Yeah, the one on Netflix. Yeah. Did you watch it? I watched the first one. It sucked. I watched the first episode too. I didn't think it was bad. Ah, the dialogue was just crap. It, the, the, it was just the same old bullshit setup bullshit that he, that you know, it was. I felt like I was watching like a superhero pilot from the seventies. Just a bit glossier. That's it. I, I don't agree with that. Ah, no. I I, I think boring. it's I think it's I think it's better so, than same old any shit where it's, than any superhero TV show on TV now. That includes that Agents of Shield bullshit. Uh, what is that show? Arrow. Um, and fucking uh, Gotham, um, it just—they're all fucking awful. And this, at least, so it is. It at so least it. this, you know, it—it's it, at least got blood and swearing, and it's at least dark. Uh, it, oh, 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 the dialogue isn't the dark. greatest. The dialogue isn't the greatest, but you know what? It's still better. Thank God it's dark because there's one thing I'm I, I haven't had my fill of yet is dark brooding superhero shows. Please, for the love of God, let's make sure it does not light anywhere. Well, and 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 also I mean, in, in its defense, let's, most let's, comics let's make, are dark. Let, since we're doing Daredevil, let's do something different. Like hear him listening to people's heartbeats when he's trying to tell if they're lying. Because you know what? I didn't get it the first fucking twenty years. No, let's let's do that again. And, and and I know nothing more than a superhero show, which they all are because they don't have the fucking budget. Where you know what? I'm just gonna watch somebody talk for half an hour, and then there'll be like a, 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 a small fight or something, and then we can go back to watching people talk for another half hour to, to fill out the show. Fuck that! I'm tired of making excuses for these shows. <laughs> I, I really you, you sure picked a bad time. <laughs> Why? Because everybody else likes it. Fuck them. No, not I, even know, that. It's just that it's better than everything else on TV right I, now. You should have did it, this five years ago when everything sucked. It's the least. It's the least pungent pile of shit <laughs> in a row. That Constantine show. Everybody was trashing it because oh, it's not like Constantine. You know what? Fuck it. I don't want to be like Constantine. I like the movie. Uh, Constantine, believe it or not, because it didn't have to be like the fucking TV show. The reason Constantine was a shitty show and nobody said it is because all it was is, oh, let's do Buffy, but with a guy. That's why that was a shitty show. Yeah, that, that was another one. I just I forgot that one. But, but yeah, but, they, they, every, it's just like every single one sucks. But we can't say it's a shitty show because it's like Buffy because Joss Whedon is like a new god or something. And now if you criticize Buffy, it's weird. It's like you're, you're like you're it's like a bad thing. So what do you mean? It was a shitty fucking show. It had I, a cult following and it was fun. I yeah. liked it. I watched it. It's fun. I, I like Buffy Still a too. Shitty but show. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I like they Buffy a lot. They were trying to be anything. <clears throat> and you know, and the, you know they show reruns of it all the time. And I watch it. and I'm like, I still like it, but I don't know why. <laughs> Yeah, which is, which is my which is my summary of Dead Heat. Yeah, <laughs> I liked it, but I don't know why. But I you're not going to hear why. me making excuses for the fucking thing. No, 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 no. And because I, and uh, and by the way, if you're trying to fight crime, but you don't want people to know you're blind, the first thing you do is cover your eyes, because that won't tip anybody off. Well, so beyond that. Uh, yeah, IMDb, Dead Heat has six stars right now. It's six out of ten? <laughs> is really yes, it is. that high? 
I was shocked too. I how many? Okay, them. but how many votes? Uh, out of four thousand three hundred and forty-seven. For a film like this, that's a lot. Well, this is the kind of movie that most people don't bother even looking it up on IMDb unless they already like have a soft spot for it. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe, yeah. What are you thinking as far as rating? I mean, it it can't be a six. We've given no. far better movies, far better movies, less than a six. Um, I would say I wouldn't go lower than a five. This is an average, uh, average horror film. I, if you twisted my arm, I'd be willing to give it a four because it really does botch the story and dialogue more than is allowed. But yeah, I, but but I, I think this movie goes d- deserves a five for just what it is. Is okay. We made a film competently. Mm-hmm. We put enough stuff in there that it was sellable. And it's got enough. It's got enough in it that you don't really hate it, but it's not what anybody would call, by any stretch of the imagination, a good movie. It's just passable. I, I, I'm really even though I like this film and grew up with it, I would. I'm so on board with a five. I'm good with a five. Oh, yeah. I mean, if to... you twist, if you really twist my arm, I, I could go four, but I, I think it's, it's an average movie. I don't None think of us below, are. I don't think it's twist. that much below average. That it could, that it should have a. Four. Sorry, that's okay. Yeah, none of us are in the arm twisting mood, so five it is. Um, five. And it's not, it's not taking me to. Oh, here we go. Uh, demographics is the, the highest rated, highest rating is six stars with twenty two percent. Highest demographic is uh, males under eighteen with seven point three stars. Okay. <laughs> Adolescent boys love this fucking movie, and the <laughs> lowest rank is uh, ooh, and we oddly the other end of the spectrum. The lowest rank is five point three stars with males aged forty five and older. Oh my god! I I guess uh, I think if you're like just a few years older than us, you're just not digging the whole eighties horror film thing. Yeah, yeah, probably. I guess. Females, females age eighteen to twenty-nine actually uh, pulled a six point eight. That's kind of surprising. Oh, I, I guess they like. The, I guess maybe because I, of the female leads in the movie. I don't know. Or, or because Joe, uh, Joe Piscopo flex in there. <laughs> There's, it's really pathetic. There's scenes like where he leans on the desk and he's like, you know, it's, oh yeah, he, he's maximizing. Or at the end where he's shooting the, uh, the Uzi and it's like, okay, he 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 must have been like doing curls for fifteen minutes before they shot that scene just so he could like flex it right there. It, it's it's just. Oh, it's, you mean after he's throwing the darts? No, I'm talking about at, yeah, well, that part, yeah, when he's like leaning on the desk. But I'm talking about also at the end when he's shooting at uh, the Uzi, and he's oh, like, oh, oh. The yeah, 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 yeah. There's like, a couple yeah, of you... scenes. There's a couple of scenes where he's got his arms folded like this, and it's like bulging <laughs> muscles on top of muscles. But in the beginning of the film, right after he does that, ah, it's bullshit, Raj. He leans back and he does this with his arm, and it's like, yeah. it's like he the le- whole back of his arm. It's like. Jesus Christ! You got a fucking basketball on the back of your arm, there, dude. So, somebody must have been like off camera holding like a uh, like a tall mirror so he could make sure that that's how he. Oh, I want to show that. Yeah, yeah that, that that lattice my dose light on the side where the fuck. It's and called. the director is like, yeah, fine, whatever. It's a paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we gave you a different shirt, Joe. No, I'm wearing this one. Okay, Joe. <laughs> whatever you want, Joe. I I would put good money on that not being a uh, costume department shirt. <laughs> I really th- I I would really I would put good money on Joe supplying his own wardrobe for this film. It'd be hilarious if he found if we could find that out. 
I mean, I, I don't Joe Piscopo lives in New Jersey. He does a radio show on AM radio. I'm be- I bet we could get him on the show. <laughs> what else is he doing? He's on AM radio. For a Christian uh, radio station. You're shitting me, really? He's probably no. got... Uh, his, his audience is probably just as big as ours. Maybe. He, uh, I don't think he talks Christian, uh, uh, Christian stuff like, oh, you know, the Bible, this and this and that. But it's on a Christian radio station, so he's very PC. He's very clean. He's not edgy in the least. You know, shit like he's just very. He's just. Well, he's fuck. not even treading I, water. He's like, I, I, this is this is a job I need. Well, <laughs> then, then maybe one of his callers in the near future will ask him about his his stint on Dead Heat. <laughs> and he'll be like, oh, I'm very sorry, I can't talk about that right now. It's like, oh, come on, Joe. And, and and inside he'll be crying, be like, I really do want to talk about dead heat. How how, how many how many times how many times like uh, a week do you think he's approached by people asking him about his uh, his time on the set of Dead Heat? Uh, zero. But I bet he cherishes it. You going that high with zero? I bet no one has ever mentioned Dead Heat. <laughs> he might mention Dead Heat. He's looking in the mirror. <laughs> remember that remember that year you look so good that year during dead heat when you were making that miller light commercials it's like yeah joe you're talking to yourself again it's bullshit raj <laughs> it's bullshit raj that was brilliant i think i, I, I could have pulled that off <laughs> poor joe poor joe i like uh, joe. Uh, so what what is your what is your we haven't even talked about sir? his hair which is so 80s i don't oh. Treat, treats wasn't any big deal either, so... It's better. <laughs> I mean, Joe Piscopo has the hair helmet. I mean, in every es- you know essence of the word, hair helmet. So so what, what's your challenge to me, sir? I'm, I'm intrigued. Well, you know, obviously there's a few choices that I could go with. Uh-huh. I mean, if I'm going Treat Williams, you know, I could challenge you to, you know, Dead Rising. Um, Mm-mm. Deep Rising. Uh, deep Rising. I, I made the, the same Did I say myself. Dead Rising? Yeah, I keep doing yeah. the same thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. Um, You know, I could do that. Uh, I could even delve back into Joe Piscopo's career. Oh. You know, I could do like a Johnny Dangerously, but I don't want to do a comedy again. How about Sidekicks? Oh, God. That's another <laughs> movie where he takes his shirt off and he's like flexing, <laughs> flexing on the screen because it's at the end of the movie where uh, it's like Chuck Norris and... That, that fucking kid that committed suicide. Um, uh, you know, it's like his team couldn't beat him. And he's like, I'll do it myself. And he rips his clothes off. And he's like all ripped and shit. And he gets his ass kicked by Chuck Norris. Or the kid, I forget. <laughs> it's so bad. Wasn't it so the dog? Bad. Didn't the dog kick his ass? Or am I thinking of like a different Chuck Norris film? <laughs> uh, didn't Chuck Norris do a, uh, do a movie with a dog? Yeah, it, yeah it, was, it was Top Dog. Was it Top Dog? Yeah, and that's the one that they pulled out of the movie theaters uh, because it was um, it happened. It was released at the same time the Oklahoma City bombing, oh, and dude. and it had to do with like bombing a federal building. And everybody's like, "No, fuck it, just pull it from the theaters." It's like, Aww. <laughs> <laughs> um, there isn't. I just remember feeling bad for the dog. You know, it's this big break. There isn't much in the way of a connection. Uh, other than the director, so my ch- my challenge, my challenge has to be the Punisher. 
Oh, you just me. I have my answer. I'm walking on air. <laughs> awesome. It's like walking now, on sunshine. Now, <laughs> since you did, th- it's, it's ironic that you have challenged me to the Punisher because I've yeah. recently been beefing up my collection. Okay. And uh, one of the things I, I came across was someone had, and I, I, I had this myself way back when, uh, before the film, when the film was supposed to come out and it didn't. You had a bootleg? I had I had a work print. Oh, and okay. Someone, I remember someone, that. Yeah. So someone posted the work print. I'm like, hmm, I wonder, you know, if the work print has stuff that's not in the theatrical release. So I looked it up on IMDb and it says that the theatrical release is 89 minutes. Right. And then there's a 76 minute version. Oh, God. What is that? Like a European cut? Uh, I think so. Now, usually places like Germany, uh, they cut films short, even though they have fucking Scheiser movies, you know, after midnight, but <laughs> they'll edit films for daytime television. It's like, what are well, you it's, doing? It's, it, from what, the way I'm reading it, it says that it, 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 the 89 minute cut is the 1990 minute cut, which would be the original cut. Right. And then 76 minutes was in 1995. So maybe that was like a, a DVD re- release or something, or I don't know. But maybe what threw me off was... Cut where it's like, yeah, we got to take shit out of this. Yeah, so it threw me off, though, because, okay, I've got the work print, and it says that the uh, the theatrical release, or, you know, the full cut was 89 minutes. So how how long is the work print? And I'm looking it up right now because I, I it threw me off a bit. I, I put the work print in. Oh, where is it? I got it right here. You actually have, you still have the work print? No, I just found it. Somebody had re had released oh, it again. Oh, oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. I came, and I was like, oh, cool, because I remember this. So I was just checking the running times and everything. We got to so, review the work print then. Well, here, check, listen, here's what I'm saying, though. Okay. IMDB says that the full cut theatrical release, let's call it, is 89 minutes. Okay. The work print is an hour and 33. So that's, that's 90 minutes. Six minutes less. Oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. It's four minutes longer. Okay. Four minutes longer, right. So I'm like, okay, I also have what I'm pretty sure is, a D- is the DVD copy of The Punisher. How long is that? And that one, it, I believe, is 89 minutes. It is 89 minutes. Now, here's where I'm confused, though. Okay. Because, or here's where I'm upset or mystified is only a four minute difference but if you look up alternate versions on uh, and they keep moving uh, on imdb and they keep fucking moving shit so the link's not where it's supposed to fucking be (laughs) motherfuckers keep keep redoing the goddamn website cocksuckers uh yeah yeah so i can't find alternate versions again i love i love the quotes on imdb and i know we're going to review it but it's like gianni franco say something Punisher says, fuck you. <laughs> Say something. Uh, fuck you. Yeah, I can't I can't find the uh goddamn fucking alternate versions link now because they moved fucking everything. Oh hang on, here it is. Alternate versions. I was looking through it and it says there's an uncut work print of the film, which includes over fifteen minutes of footage in which uh additional. Wow. The work print I got is only four minutes longer. So where the fuck's this extra fifteen minutes? It says it was released as a bonus feature on an Australian on, on an Austrian uh, DVD, special edition DVD. So really, See yeah, if I can get my hands on that. 
Uh, yeah, but, but when I saw work print, I thought, oh, this is it. It's like, no, it's only got four minutes difference. What could that be? Were they just, like, edit out, like, gunshots? Shit. Yeah, four uh, minutes. I mean, you, you could still take a, a lot away in four minutes, but... Now, it says here that the UK Blu-ray disc uh, reinstated one and a half minutes of cuts. Okay. So, but that still doesn't explain four minutes. So... I'm just confused. Let me see what's out there then. But but yes, The Punisher. I definitely want to review that. It's been a while since I've revisited The Punisher. I need to go back. Hell yeah. Okay. What do you call? What do you call? What do you call 87 people dead? A good start. <laughs> uh. now, but unlike Dead Heat, I can honestly say with The Punisher that uh, um, it does have its moments. It does have parts like, yeah, there are inspired moments in the film. Right. From a story standpoint, from a dialogue standpoint, what have you. It's it's not, you know, it, it's got, it's, it's obviously has its flaws, but if society won't punish the guilty, he will. Because, <laughs> you know, he punishes. Yeah. Because he's, he's the punisher. Yeah. <sighs> Lower rating than Dead Heat. 5.6 stars on IMDb. That's right. That's right. That's that's weird. A lot of Punisher fans uh, dissing the film, I guess. They dissing it, yo. And a lot more reviews. Fourteen thousand. Oh. But yes, you know why? Because it was yes. a lot more people that wanted that to be good. Mm-hmm. Yes. Me, one worse. of them. I remember when I remember when I saw the movie poster for it. I was so excited, and then when I actually didn't see it get a real, it got a theatrical release. But it was, it wasn't something I could get to. All right, let's see. Punisher, work print, remastered German. Hmm. You said it was Austrian, right? Uh, yeah. So that could be German language. I wonder if unrated German, Blu-ray. That could be no, it. No, it wouldn't be the Blu-ray though. Why not? I mean, does the Blu-ray have the uncut that extra stuff on it? Because it is out on Blu-ray. Let's look at the special features for the Blu-ray. The Austria one was 2006 uh, two-disc special edition, but that it could have been. Yeah, but but that it could have been released on a Blu-ray. Who knows what they do in foreign countries? True. Punisher Blue. Here we go. Punisher Blu-ray. Oh, I hope this isn't the one with Tom Jane. Of course it is. Of course it is. God damn it. All right, I got to do 1989. If it's over 90, if it's like 95 minutes or more, then it, it's it's a good chance of it being hmm. in. It says it came out in Blu-ray in the UK. It doesn't say anything about the US. But considering that everything is... It's, they don't do PAL and NTSC anymore. Uh, if if we got it, it would, it would be fine. And it says it's 89 minutes, but let's mm -hmm. see. What are the special features of this? It doesn't say. <laughs> uh, overview. I guess we'll have to figure it out for the next show. I guess so. What are people saying in the forum? Nothing. There is no forum posts. Well, we 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 were ran a bit late this tonight because of computer issues. So that's all right. Oh, the one thing I I keep meaning to do this for the show. Uh, I wanted to check real quick the parents' guide for Dead Heat. 
See oh, if, if anybody bothered. Oh, all right. We got some. All right. Uh, sex and nudity. A woman is shown with nothing but a towel on. <gasps> Not oh, so she's not nude. But all right. Yeah, that's that bathroom uh, scene. This woman is shown. Dis- the same woman is shown disintegrating, and is shown briefly uh. topless. However, she is heavily rotted at that point, and due to it being a puppet, it's more comical than sexual. So, the fact that she disintegrated was yeah. okay, but if we, we but we we also kind of saw her breasts. Yeah. All right, violence and gore. Hmm. Frequent heavy violence and some gore. Many all caps. Many shootings, most of which show large bloody bullet impacts. <laughs> a man explodes. Chunks of gore, gore fly all over. A woman disintegrates and melts. Kind of the same thing. Uh, the scene is short, but very gruesome. A character who can't die gets a finger diced off. He doesn't. Later, no, we see just... him badly burned. Hadisha, how do you get diced off? You know, dicing is not off. Yeah, His hand was split. It, That's it. Even then, yeah, it was split. And again, special effects. They, they cut the whole thing out. They had a whole special prosthetic for that. Um, but you don't dice a finger off. You, you cut it off. You slice it off even. But right. you don't dice it off. People are idiots. Additionally, he slowly <laughs> decomposes throughout the movie. I mean, kind of, yeah. A man is blown up with a grenade. They're repeating themselves. A man is hit with a car and pinned to another. Very brutal, but brief. <laughs> zombies and other monsters are beaten, shot, or maimed. Isn't that okay, though, since they're zombies? That's, that's <laughs> right. They're the undead. Yeah. Keep in mind that much of the violence is played for laughs. No, it's not. <laughs> it's really not. It's really not. You, we think it's funny, but it wasn't. Uh, profanity, not much. <laughs> not uh, that is true. Bombs. That is that is true. There isn't a lot of swearing in this. Not enough for them to, to bother counting, which is weird because usually like there were five f bombs. Right. It's like when Roger uh, shoots uh, uh, Body Doc's phone. He just has uh-huh. this look like I love that phone. <laughs> <laughs> that was his, that was his genuine look in that scene. He's like, I fucking love that my, phone. My phone. It's like if we did a riff tracks, we'd have to throw in a line. Love that phone. <laughs> Alcohol, drugs, and smoking—none. They're smoking in the film. Uh, yeah. She uh, when when uh, Roger goes to see um, what's her face, the coroner. She's smoking yeah. a cigarette. And they talk about her smoking. Right. Like, I thought uh, you quit I, that. Right. I gave up one habit for another. <laughs> Those will kill you, you know. They t- specifically talk about smoking. These are bad parents. You are bad <laughs> parents. Uh, frightening. <laughs> Frightening slash intense scenes. When one of the main characters perishes in the beginning, some viewers may be distressed. The 40 or 50 other characters who die in this film, not so much. Yeah. And and there's so it's so vague, I'm not sure which per, which person that perishes they're talking about. Right. You know we didn't you know what we didn't bring up at all? Vincent what? Price's cameo. Oh yeah, that's how good it was. Yeah. I mean, he was already he was in bad health uh, when he was doing this. That's why his part was so small. I read that somewhere that it would have been larger had he been in good health. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, yeah, it's uh, I didn't even go into his his resume to find a challenge for you. Th- that's I just didn't yeah. even bother. A couple more. There's many shootouts. The one in the beginning probably being the most intense. Oh yeah, a character commits suicide. Uh, yeah, I thought that scene was particularly bad because, like, you really didn't think that out, did you? 
You're, you're you you killed yourself in front of a machine that can revive you. Yeah. And like, he was the guy with the plan. That, that's right. It's like dummy. It's like you uh, cheated me. You cheated me. <laughs> so you wait a minute. Me. We, we got this machine right here. Let's let's do it. And, and once again, a slow pause where they're slowly turning their heads. Yeah, the audience is five steps ahead of you guys. Please, can we just move on? <laughs> uh, and then finally, the melting scene mentioned above may creep out many. However, despite being an action horror movie, much of the film is lighthearted. <laughs> uh, I'll agree with that. I, I, I would. I think we should be going in here and entering our own parents' ratings stuff. We can. But like, but like, not making shit up. But like, picking like really obscure little things in the films to complain about, like the warn people. <laughs> Joe Piscopo's one-liners. Do they ever end? <laughs> At one point, the man mentions having crabs. <laughs> At the end of the film, he has to get one more fucking one-liner in about a girl's bike seat. <laughs> oh, and you know what? I, I do like the end line. Of the, I, I honestly think the whole film was made for the ending. Th that could when have been the tagline. And it would, I would have been it fine with that. It would have ruined the end line. If it was the tagline. I, st I don't care. The whole movie I is do. just is ruined. I, but, I mean, and I'm going to ruin it for everybody because... Is, That's is, fine. Because uh, who wants to sit through this whole film just for a line at the end? Who is going into this saying, I wish... I, I hope no one spoils this for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's always, there's always one asshole. There is. <laughs> well, that, that's no and occasionally doubt. it's me, so <laughs> I'm not being too judgmental. But no, at the at the end, uh, both both friends, cops are dead and they're walking into this mist, and it's kind of supposed to be uh, part of them decomposing and part of it like heaven, that kind of thing. Yeah, but they're, they're walking, walking into, into the fog. The yeah, yeah, and then and then uh, and ironically and oddly enough, it's Joe Piscopo's character saying it, which I think is very out of character because I don't think he would be making a line like that. I thought it should have been Treat Williams' character, but he says, what? "You know, this could be the ending of the beautiful friendship." I thought Treat Williams this could be did, the end. I thought he delivered that line. I sounded like Joe Piscopo to I'm me. I'm pretty sure he says, Tree... "Hey, Raj," he said, "Raj, you know what? This could be the end of a beautiful friendship." Really? I thought Treat Williams delivered I'm, it. I, because I, that, I, because I, Joe Piscopo then delivered the I thought delivered the line of you know what I want to come back as Raj as before, a girl's as bike seat. Really? So yeah, I black. so okay so I thought that. Then Piscopo's line comes first, and then Treat Williams comes next, and then no. that's it. Well, and, and I, go back because because when I was listening to it, it's been a while. I'm anticipating Treat Williams saying it, and then Piscopo says it's like, wait a minute, you're not that clever. I've heard your other lines. Yeah. That should not be coming. Well, out the of your movie mouth. is almost over. I could fast forward to the end. The only problem is you won't be able to hear it because it's uh, playing through VLC player. It's your call, sir. If you want, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. Every <laughs> everyone else can hear it. No. They'll, they'll believe us. Somewhat unnecessary. All right, let's see. Now that is truly inspiring. Thank you. You know, Doug? I just had it. Too. Ah, so this is, is dead Here it is, here it is, got it. Maybe you get a choice. You can be whatever you want. Oh, you mean like a statesman or a president or a prize-winning novelist? Personally, I'd like to come back as the seat on a girl's bike. Joe Piscopo with the bike seat. Tree Williams says it's inspiring. You know, Doug, what's up? This could be the end of a beautiful friendship. Yep, it's Treat Williams. 
because he goes, you know, Doug, this could be the end of a beautiful friendship. I could have sworn he said Raj. Nope. All right, fine. Fuck you. <laughs> hey, got to be right once in a while. <laughs> You're Listening welcome. back to some episodes where I'm like, no, I never said that. And it's like, shit, I really did. <laughs> Where it's like seconds after, it's like, no, you said something different. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I didn't say that. And it's like, yeah, you dumbass, you fucking said it. (laughs) (laughs) Every once in a while, I'll listen back to an episode where it's like, fuck. (laughs) But not tonight. Not tonight. Treat Williams. Oh, oh, I I never saw this. You know what? There's not really much in the film to research. I didn't even bother checking the trivia in uh, IMDb. Uh Uh-huh. I, I think we have to end the show on this little tidbit. Writer Terry Black was approached by New World Pictures to write a sequel to Dead Heat. Black told a New World executive that a sequel would be hard to do because all the main characters died at the end of the first film. The executive... <laughs> resp- the ex- <laughs> and, and, and I believe this 100%. The executive responded, You've got a resurrection machine. You figure it out. <laughs> yeah, no, that that definitely happened. <laughs> that That definitely happened. Yeah, you you don't have to be in Hollywood to know that definitely <laughs> happened. Oh my God! Oh, thank you, it's New like, World, for, for filling the void of of uh, you know. It's it's almost like I don't know. I I on on an end note, I, I mentioned to you before. I finally got around to watching the uh, the documentary about Electric Boogaloo. Cannon. Yeah, Electric Boogaloo. About I started cannon. watching a little bit of it yesterday, and I was like, oh. shit, I want to watch this with my wife. Um, oh. So I stopped watching. I only watched about 10 minutes. And the it, first it is, 10 minutes, it's like, it's great. It's such a great doc. Not only because it brings back such great memories, but there's just some this great behind-the-scenes stuff. And just, uh, it's just, it's such a, a weird story. It could right. only happen, like, in America and in Hollywood. It, it's De- just fucking cool. and and so many films I grew up with are in that in that documentary. Yeah, you were telling me that uh, it um, it had you go out and uh, go get a bunch of these films. Oh, that, because I, wait, as I'm, I'm watching. It's like, wow, you know, what? I I don't, I never actually fully watched Barfly, and oh, hey, I don't own a copy of Cyborg. Why don't I own a copy of Cyborg? I need I just, a copy of Cyborg. I I just watched <laughs> Cyborg two weeks ago. I'm not a I'm not ashamed to say it. And I was like, you know, I don't have enough John Cassavetti's movies. You know, so the next thing you know, like two dozen films later, I'm like stocking up. Uh, New, newest newest count is two thousand two hundred twenty three. Two thousand two hundred. Wow, that's a lot of movies. Uh, I, and I think uh, the number of them I still have not seen is around seven hundred and eighty. So. Wow. You know, it's interesting you bring up Cyborg. The main villain in that movie. He, na- he's, he narrates the opening of the film where he's talking about the new world. He goes, I, I like this world, you know? Mm-hmm. When I watched the new Superman, or Batman vs. Superman trailer, and at the end of the trailer where Batman says, Do you bleed? You will. He sounds just like the guy from Cyborg. <laughs> and, and, and it's not intended for that. I mean, the, the movies are 20 years apart, maybe even a little longer. It's just like, it's just something that's going on in my fucking brain. <laughs> it's just the two things I put together. Uh, but I, you know, it's just like, he sounds just like the guy from Cyborg. 
at least in the opening, where, where he's narrating like the the fucking wasteland that is now Earth. Anyway, <laughs> Mad Max. Uh, yes, gotta see it. Uh, you know what, Mayor? Uh, she's supposed to be going out this weekend to go to the movies, and she said, uh, "Oh, uh, would you mind if I went and saw Mad Max?" Yes, I would fucking <laughs> mind. <laughs> All right, you know I, I have to back you on this because I know how many films you wait to watch to see with her. That's that. No way, that's not cool. It's not no. no and I told her, I go, you flat out not seeing fucking Mad Max. <laughs> I go, I don't if care she, if you don't see it at all. I if, am seeing it first. If she does, you're coming up and watching it with me. Fucking a right. All right. Yeah. It's like no. No, 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 no. There's only like two movies this summer I want to see in a theater, and I already saw one of them. <laughs> I saw The Avengers uh, Age of Ultron two weeks ago. Mad Max is the only other one. That's it, and I'm done for the summer. I'm done till next summer. What, what, what about Pixels? <sighs> they showed a trailer for that. I posted it on, on movies like that. I was just... You gotta be fucking kidding me! I posted it on our Facebook page. But but like, Joey, it's got it's got Adam Sandler and Kevin James. <sighs> it sure <laughs> fucking does, doesn't it? Uh, even Peter what, Dinklage what? is in it, and it's like, come on, man! Got a little downtime from Game of Thrones. I think I think the best comment I saw on it was that uh, there's no way that film is going to be any funnier than the uh, Futurama episode they ripped off. <laughs> yep. Yep. Pixels. And you know you know what the worst part of that movie? That tra- I, I remember uh, watching the trailer, mm-hmm. and and I'm like oh and like and they're 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 leading up to it very slowly. And I'm like, okay, it's called Pixels, and talk about. I all right, I know where it's going. I get it. I know where it's going. I know where it's going. But that, and then, but and it gets there. I'm like, wait a minute, this is a live action film. <laughs> Who's the fucking idiot that called this? This is the animated film if I've ever heard one. Why? Why would you make this a live action film? Oh, yeah. you got Kevin James and Adam Sandler, and both of them had time on their busy schedule. I got you. The the unfortunate thing is this movie might actually make money. Of course, it's going to make money because there's kids. But yeah. but, even, uh, well, but all the games, all the games in the, in this movie are geared towards us. And we don't like Kevin James or Adam Sandler. That's right. So who is this movie for? I think it's for Adam Sandler. <laughs> for his I, kids. I I think he felt the need to make this. You know what? Oh, he, he, we're gonna make a movie. We're gonna make a movie about pixels. Oh, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> Hey, shut up! Fuck you! I can't even think of the last film of his I watched. The last film that I that I that I that I saw of his that I actually liked might be Punch Drunk Love. Okay, now I'm talking about the last Adam like, Sandler film you actually sat through from beginning to end. Maybe. Oh, jeez. Maybe I, it's I hate the, to it. maybe, maybe it's the Water Boy. I hate to. What? Really? That far back? No. I I didn't see the remake that he did uh, that football prison film. What the fuck was that called? The longest uh, yard. The long. I I didn't see. I heard that was actually decent. I it it wasn't bad, and I, I I'm looking at this. I'm pretty sure that's the last Adam Sandler film I watched beginning to end. We're talking 
we're talking uh, 10 years ago. Wow. That movie's 10 I, years I, old already? I, Jesus. I've been avoiding every film of his since then. Yeah. I, no, that, no. Nothing here. Nothing here. That's it. That was the last one I saw. It's been 10 years since I sat through an Adam Sandler film. <laughs> wow, I'm good. <sighs> yeah, I think the it might be The that... Water Boy. The Water Boy? I, I'd, I'd have to look at his his film. No, that's a, that's a far way back. I'm sure you watched Big Daddy or Little Nicky. Uh, oh, oh, Big Daddy came out after it? Yeah, I saw Big Daddy. Punch Drunk Love was 2002. Then Mr. Deeds. Well, I thought we were crazy. just talking like strictly comedies. We're just talking about Adam Sandler? I'm talking about Adam Sandler in a lead role. Has to be a lead role. All right, I'll tell you. Let me just look at his shit here. Stuff like his... stuff that he uh, like the hot chick doesn't count because he just like walk on. It right. has to be uh, like anger management stuff like that. Um. It's gotta be. I'll tell you exactly what it is. I never, I never saw Rain Over Me or Cl Click. When Click came out, that's when I kind of washed my hands altogether of his. You know what's funny? There's a scene where he's in a fat suit, and uh, HSX apparently was optioned to make that character its own movie. Really? Yeah, where he's like in the future and he's like really overweight. What film was that? That's uh, Click. Is it? Oh, okay. Yeah, when he goes yeah, I... into the future. Oh, All right. uh, yeah. The the last film I saw beginning to end is going to be Fifty First Dates. Really? You never That's... even got to Longest Yard? No. Never never watched Spanglish, Longest Yard, Click, Rain Over Me, I, Bedtime I, Story. I, even Funny People, which I heard was, was good. That's the closest um, I got to it. And I did actually. Because it's Judd Apatow, but other than that. Right. I, I did inadvertently, accidentally, not by my own choice, and p only with partial sound, catch the last 10 or 15 minutes of bedtime stories. Okay. But that doesn't count because no. that was, it was against yeah. my will. And it wasn't the whole film. Beginning to end is going to be 50 First Dates. Okay. Which was, I, I like that. It wasn't bad. It's was Drew Barrymore, the one where she, yeah. uh, you know, every yes. day, you know, memento, lo mm -hmm. but a love story. She should have had all the tattoos and everything. That would have been great. Just reminding her of shit. Don't date Adam Sandler. It's like right on her fucking forehead. In backwards. So when she looks in the mirror, she can read it. <laughs> Alright, we're going to end the show now. This yeah, is, getting out, this is getting out of hand. Let's end the show before they start filming Grown Ups 3. Uh, no, I'm sure they already are. I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's, it's already canned. In the can. Should be in the fucking can. Anyway, uh, so uh, this is episode 173 of Movie Sucktastic. Thank you, as always, for joining. Um, you can go to our website at moviesucktastic.com. Completely brand new and redone. Uh, you can listen to the show there. You can download the show there. You can watch the show live there. You can leave us voicemail at 908-514-4470. If you want to email us, the address is themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. Uh, you can go to our Tumblr page at moviesucktastic.tumblr.com. You can go to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash moviesucktastic. Uh, you can also download the free app for your Android uh, device, smartphone, tablet, whatever you use. And coming soon, 
for all you iPhone users, we're going to have a mobile version of the site very soon. It's coming soon. I mean, you could still use it on your Android, but if you have the app, you don't need to. This is strictly for iPhone users because we're not spending twice as much money to give you something for free. We're not crazy. <laughs> and everything I just talked about is in the app and it will be to some extent in the mobile version. I'm going to try and incorporate all of it. Um, and that's about it. You can join us next week when we, we review The Punisher. My challenge to Scott. That oh, should be yeah. fun. So Scott, any words of wisdom? I punish the guilty. <laughs> I was so hoping he'd have a fucking jaywalker line in there. Fucking jaywalkers. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening, everybody. All right, we'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Fuck you, Skype.